Welcome to our Friday devotional on our journey through some of the highlights of Mark's Gospel. Today we consider chapter 1, verses 9 to 13. One of the features of Mark's Gospel is its brevity. What the other Gospel writers describe in detail, Mark describes briefly. The account of Jesus' baptism and temptation here is a good example. Mark covers both events in just four verses. Matthew and Luke both cover them in 16 verses. This brevity gives Mark's gospel a fast-moving style. As we come to our passage, the Messiah, the Saviour, that John has been speaking about is now on the scene. And so there needs to be some public recognition and it happens when Jesus is baptised. And we read in verses 10 and 11. When he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. Here is God's public approval of Jesus's ministry. You see, in being baptised, though he had no sin and needed no repentance, Jesus was not only identifying with us, but indicating how he will be the saviour of sinners. For by standing in the River Jordan, whose waters had symbolically washed away the sins of repentant Jews, and allowing that water polluted by sins to be poured over his perfect being, He is indicating that he will be the sin bearer. And God approved. And the approval was both visual and verbal. The visual is in verse 10. The spirit descending on him like a dove. This is like a seal by the Holy Spirit now that Jesus has gone public as the sin bearer. The verbal is in verse 11. A voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. The voice of God the Father from heaven bears witness to Jesus' identity, that he is divine, the Son of God. It also bears witness to the relationship between the Father and the Son. The Son is much loved by the Father. And then comes the complete approval by the Father of the Son's ministry. Jesus has publicly indicated that he will be the sin-bearer. The Father says, I approve in those words. With you, I am well pleased. And then after the Father's public approval of his ministry, Jesus is sent by the Holy Spirit to face temptation. So in verse 12, the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. Where we read in verse 13, he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. And notice that Mark mentions, and it is only him, that Jesus was with wild animals in the wilderness. What's going on here? Jesus is the second Adam. And he came to undo what the first Adam had done by his sin and subsequent fall. 
And if he is to undo what Adam has done, then he needs to enter into the world, not as Adam found it, but as he left it. Adam began life in the perfect garden, surrounded by animals over which he exercised dominion. But that was lost when Adam sinned. And so Jesus is shown to be in a fallen, broken, sinful world, a wilderness, where man doesn't have dominion over the animals and faces temptation. What assurance in these verses. We know that we do not please God as we ought to. But when we are in Jesus, the father who is pleased with his son looks upon us and is pleased. As J.C. Ryle says, he beholds them as in Christ, clothed in his righteousness and invested with his merit. They are accepted in the beloved. And when the holy eye of God looks at them, he is well pleased. And as we struggle in this fallen world with temptation, we know that our Saviour understands what that is like. And we know that we can find from him mercy and grace in our time of need. Join me on Monday.